Nerd, 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 nerd rage 9000 show. Nerd rage 9000 show. Nerd, 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 nerd rage 9000 show. What up, everybody? This is going to be episode, what is it, six of the Nerd Rage 9000 podcast. Today's guest is going to be the Nerd Vault, and this is him. He's going to take it away. Hello, how you doing? Hey, good. What's going on? Nothing much, man. <clears throat> yeah, of course, dude. Thanks for joining. Sorry that was a little bit late to get all this together. The kids were being crazy. No, no problem at all. Understandable. I, I don't have kids, but I, I definitely get it. So. <laughs> well, right tell on. me a little bit about yourself, man. What what inspired you to do your page and everything? Yeah. So the Nerd Vault is, um, let's see, kind of, uh, I guess I just kind of got over social media real big time for a while. I still had in my personal Instagram account, but then like over COVID, um, a buddy I worked with told me that like the old Marvel cards like really got really expensive because they were essentially like rookie style baseball cards of the MCU characters. Right. So I was completely unaware of like cards and collectibles like that. I did play Magic and I um I'd actually had quit when I before I started the account. But uh yeah, so I just wanted to showcase kind of like the older Marvel cards. I basically had all of like Marvel Universe series one through four some X-Men sets and some Marvel Masterpiece sets all that I collected and I had as a kid and they've just been in like a binder sitting there. Right. So I just wanted to show them off and it just kind of turned into like a fun project. And um, it, I wanted like all collectibles and stuff to is what it kind of started as, but like I also heavy into magic. Uh, I got into commander like recently. So yeah, that that's kind of the story of how the nerd ball started, but yeah. So it's been pretty cool. No, dude, that's way cool. What? Who's your favorite Marvel character since we're on top of it? Man, there's so many. There's so many good ones. Uh, always from a kid, like a huge fan of Spider-Man. That was like the first comic. My mom got me a subscription to Amazing Spider-Man when I was pretty young. Right. So in middle school, I think. I really like that. I just read that for a full year, super into Spider-Man. And this was, like, right before, like, the X-Men and the Spider-Man cartoons were out. So okay. those weren't out yet in the 90s. Um, I really like Spider-Man. I love Captain America as a hero. He, he's awesome, just all well-rounded and, like, a, a good, like, moral uh, figure, too. And he's also anti-government, like in the Civil War, which I'm I'm kind of into that too. <laughs> That's my level. son's favorite character, Captain America. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. And then uh, I've always liked Namor too, the Submariner. He's he's one of my favorites too. Uh, just kind of like a today's the anti-hero, really super arrogant, like like Doctor Doom, also another okay. favorite. But he's like super arrogant, super cocky, but can back it up he's super smart and right intelligent and is strategic and all that so yeah those are kind of my my big ones but yeah those are those are my marvel ones yeah and no. then I, personally you're into for... venom right oh sorry my apologies i i was just gonna say you're into venom right yeah dude, i'm podcast. hella into venom spider-man and uh so like spider-man i got i was more into venom to begin like everything and then like it kind of like fell into a love for spider-man 
I've just always okay. thought that Venom was super cool ever since like I was a kid, you know, him with his teeth, his tongue, his eyes, yeah. the gooey stuff coming out of his mouth. And then uh, from there, I just like really became a big Marvel fan. But no, dude, I actually used to have th this is going to break your heart being a Marvel fan. So I used uh -huh. to have a really, really, really big comic book collection that was, you know, I was just really into Venom. And, dude, I mean, I can't name, like, what I didn't have except for, like, the newer comics from Venom's, like, issues, right? I ended yeah. up selling all of them right before he got huge, dude. Uh -huh. And, like, I went back and started looking at the price of the comics that I sold. Bro, they were going for, like, 50 to, like, $70 a comic. Like, no joke. And, like, yeah. I ended up selling all those comics for $425. Holy cow, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I got rid of all, so I started Magic when I was in middle school as well. So this was like, Revise was out, Ice Age was the expansion was out, and I think I was in eighth grade. So I had a decent collection of the old cards. I had some dual lands, I had like Fork, and like some like old cards that are definitely worth money now. Got rid of them. Got rid of all my comics probably around that same time too. Uh not all of them, actually. I kept Spider-Man and X-Men from that time. So I have old comics from the 90s right. there. I sold the Venom Lethal Protector. I'm sure you know that series. That was That's one of my favorite comic yeah, series I of sold, all time. I had all of them sold. I had the uh, that gold, or not the gold one, my bad. I had the red, like, hollow um, one, too, and everything, the, the first yep. issue. Yeah, no, that's that's what, yep, that's what I'm talking about. Super cool, yeah. yeah. I, Venom's awesome. He's a great character. Um, you play Marvel Snap at all? Yes, dude. I did. Okay. I did. Okay. So listen, when Marvel Snap first came out, I got really, really into it. Got super addicted to it. I I made mm -hmm. a post about it on my Instagram. I'm pretty sure at one point, like when it first came out, I had a couple people. Maybe it was you that commented on there and was like, "Hey, the game's good." My only thing with that game that I cannot stand is you cannot mm -hmm. play PvP with people. That you like that you... are friends with, dude, and yeah. that's the biggest yeah. turnoff on that game, and that's honestly why I stopped playing it, because like I want all my friends to get into it, but I don't want all my friends to get into it just to be like, hey, look at this deck that I have. Yeah, for sure. No, I was I I work at a bar, so I I talk, I see people playing it at the bar, and I talk to them a lot. Um, but my, I play, I know what you mean. I play it with my wife and uh -huh. it's kind of crazy. Uh, she on her iPad and I'm on my phone, just playing it, grinding away. And, uh, I play the move style deck that everyone's super annoying unless they're, they're easy to figure out once you get them. But I play the move style deck and, uh, I'm, I'm like bragging. I'm like, Oh babe, I'm killing all these people. I'm tons of wins. And then like, she's like, Oh, can you help me? I'm playing a move deck right now. And like, we were actually playing each other on the app like sit side by side so it just randomly matched it was crazy dude that's um, so crazy. i've never seen yeah that's pretty funny but no i uh i play that a lot now um i kind of started late but it's super fun i just like seeing the characters and the animation like venom for instance his whole, whole thing goes off and like he munches all the cards like i love the animations like that, I, but... yeah i haven't unlocked venom yet i got carnage which I love Carnage's yep. when you throw him down and then he eats all the cards. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, no, I I think I'm like a, a level like 235 or something. 
or so, like, okay. like like I've 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 played a little bit, but then I like I hella fell off. But then like yeah, I keep yeah. it on my phone because I go back and forth, you know. Like mm-hmm. if it's but then again I have Arena, and then do you know what Forge is at all? I don't. So Forge is. Oh, my apologies. No, as a card game or no. yeah, so Digital it's an open game. forum app. I'll have to if you if you're interested, I can send you the link to it. So it's an open forum yeah. app that is made by Magic the uh, Magic the Gathering like fans, and basically it's just an app where you can plug in your actual decks and you can use your actual decks rather than it being like Arena where you don't have your decks and you have to build like brand new decks. Okay, I, I may have heard it. What's it called again? Forge. For okay, maybe I've my one friend I think told me about it, but I never got it. Yeah, it's more of um, like a computer thing, but it's also on like it, it's also an app. It's not the best app ever, but I play it just to like try my commander decks out and everything before like I go out and play them. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, commander is my top format for sure right now. Um. So I guess I kind of got in command. I, I used to play, when I lived in Denver, I think I messaged you about after the first podcast came out, because like, oh, you guys live in Denver? Yeah. So I uh, I didn't play Magic from like middle school up until, um, I don't know, I was in my 30s, but I, I started playing Standard super heavy uh, when Magic Origins came out. Okay. And that's when I was going to this place, Denver Central Games, like Wednesday nights for Standard and friday for fnm right and i was doing that for about three years so i have like a huge collection of magic cards from uh, i guess i you can include like dragons of that whole dragons block i started buying cards from too because they were still standard legal so i have cards from dragons all the way up to like ixalan where i like heavily collected heavily played standard twice a week so i had this huge chunk of cards that i would just i was almost going to sell them and then I had a friend from work's brother started playing Commander with his buddy. And then I had another friend that had already played. So we had like an in-person pod, um, kind of still when COVID was going on, but all four of us got super into Commander. Um, let's say this was 2020. So then it's like magic way into it again right. after not playing for like at least 20 years, you know. So... I don't know. I love Commander. It's my favorite format. Uh, I don't play Arena. Um, I, I just have like a certain thing with certain games. I'm like, I will spend too much time on these. Like even certain video games on uh, systems and stuff on my console. I, I just won't buy because I'm like, I will be so addicted. <laughs> um, so after huge Commander Magic Rush, I've like kind of like had to chill on buying cards big time too. So. Um, it's always like a battle with collectibles, whether to keep to sell. Yeah, stuff I like totally that. agree. Yeah. But then it's also yeah. nice to have collectibles, and like when you're in that pinch, you need money. You can go out and you yeah. can like buy it, or you know, my bad. You can sell the, you know, something if you need to, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, you can make money off of whatever. So um, I'm heavy into Commander too. That's my number one format. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure you can tell based off of my page. I post Commander stuff all the time. Uh, yeah. What is the what's your main deck that you run? Mine's the Ur Dragon. Okay, uh, I got a couple, couple. I change a lot of my decks, but like I often have a the, the right now it's the Mono Blue Merfolk uh, Emperor Mahale two. Oh, you're He's making the, one the professor where you, happy, huh? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd watch that dude show. Yeah. I, I don't know. Merfolk are super fun. So I, I did play Kumana, Tyrant uh, of Azorka. She's the Simic Merfolk, or I think it's a he. It's a Merfolk, but uh, um, it's, uh, it's it has three abilities. Um, make a Merfolk unblockable. Make him unblockable. Uh, draw a card or like put plus one plus one counters on all your merfolk. It's just by tapping merfolk. That one's super fun. I really like that. Simic, it's good to ramp. You get things you need. But the Emperor Mahale's all blue, so it's like a heavy blue. You can counter spell things. Right. Um, so that's kind of the main one is that merfolk one. Uh, I play Shorakai Genesis Engine, um, as commander, like an artifact build. Right. I play that one quite a bit. I play uh, uh, the ninja from Neon Dynasty. Oh, uh, the, the the main ninja with the ninjutsu. Satoru. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Satoru I have the play map for that guy. Yeah, so I played that one. I I, I don't have that one built because that's kind of like it is a power level that if everyone's not at it, it's it's definitely tough to play against. But I'll break. That's like one that I like break out with my friends like for one game. Um yeah, let me think. I just built um Slicer, the Transformer. Okay. The red nice, one nice. that you pass around. I've only played it once, it's super fun. I I played I'll play it tonight again. Uh Wednesday night there's like a game it's a game bar in our town and they have Commander Night and there's like I don't know, it's super fun. There's like probably 30 people playing commander every wednesday um i do have to work but i uh when i get out i can like go there and get at least one game in so it's pretty oh, nice it's pretty that's fun. Sweet. by where i work yeah pretty yeah cool there's spot. a there's a tavern in like westminster or something i can't remember like right outside denver that's a bar slash game place that all okay. my playgroups thought of, thought about going to. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, we've all I can't wanted remember. to go there. Was it the Wizard's Chest? That's like the staple one that was in Denver. I I remember that place, but I would always go to the. It was Denver Central Games. On do you know where that is? Off of Hamden, I think. I I've heard of it multiple times, but I don't know if I've actually ever been there. I might have been there, but just like to like look at stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you just do you have a personal play group that you play with? Like, yeah, we. Play? I got a play group. Uh, there's this buddy of mine named Matt that I've known for like, I, uh, dude, going on like 10, 10 11 years now. I want to say. What mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, it's been yeah ten years. Ten years as of this year. Because I've met him when I worked at Garbanzo's ten years ago. He was the catering manager, but uh, okay, so. he uh, he's like he's heavy into magic. We call him the Grand Wizard, and he's kind of All like right. our mentor in, in like magic and everything. And uh, he's been playing since ninety five, ninety four, and um, so you know he has like all the cool cards, like he. He'll 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 have us come over and he'll show us the power nine and he'll show us like a black lotus and let us take pictures of him. Like I don't know that's if you so saw that awesome. post that I just posted of me holding a black lotus, but that's his black lotus and just yeah. you know it, it's just cool and like so I've basically learned everything that I know uh, about Commander from him. 
And so, um, so him and then a couple other of my buddies that I've just either met through like Instagram or I've just known, you know, throughout life. It's just us. And then we typically get together at Mythic Games or Meg Games, M-E-H Games. Okay. Are those in, where are those located? So Meg Games is located in Inglewood, Colorado. And then okay, yeah. um, uh, uh, Mythic Games is in Littleton, Colorado. In Littleton? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right by Southwest Plaza. Okay. Yeah, maybe I've been to Mythic Games unless it's super new. No, but, no, no. It's been yeah. there for a while. Okay. It's yeah, by I've that 24 hour like... fitness and it's by a Lego store. How long ago did you move, I guess, from Colorado? I guess? We, um, 2017. So it was a while now for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I lived in Denver for maybe 10 years. I think I lived there from 2008 to 2017, I think. So yeah, it was that nine years. I lived there for nine years. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I live in Michigan now, but um, yeah, after college, I was I'm a, I was a teacher, a middle school teacher, taught science and social studies. Uh, and after college, I moved to Arizona. I taught for my first year in Phoenix there, and then like I went on a spring break to Denver. I had friends that like had already moved there, and it was kind of like a skateboarding trip. There's so many like good cement parks, and like all my friends live there. So I just essentially was like, all right, I'm gonna move up there. So yeah, I moved up there for whatever that that nine years period, and uh, super fun. Love love Colorado, love the mountains. Denver's super fun city. Tons of skateboarding, skate parks, and stuff. I did all that. Good magic scene, like when I did play. Like the oh, San yeah, scene sure. was pretty good. But, give yeah. me give me one second, real quick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, super. Super, nothing but love for Colorado. Super fun stay. Uh, lots of friends still out there. Did most of my teaching career out there. Uh, what yeah, part of Colorado did, not, did you live in? I lived in Denver for for the whole time. Oh, did uh, you really? In, yep, yep. Taught in Aurora um, for a couple years. I taught in Cherry Creek School District, and then up in Brighton. Um, so kind of bounced around a little bit out there. So kind of all over the place, um, out there. Yeah, it's pretty. Like I said, nothing, nothing bad to say about about Denver and Colorado. Super fun. Yeah, no, I and love Michigan, this state for sure. Yeah, Michigan's is pretty fun too. It's like a difference in, um, like like your outdoor, your wilderness. There's no mountains, obviously, but it's more like woods. And then there's tons of rivers and lakes, like not just the big lakes. Uh, so there's tons of water out in Michigan. Michigan's a pretty cool state too. It's where I grew up. But okay, you ever been to Mi- Michigan? I've never been to Michigan, but I've no, met not. a lot of people from Michigan because I've worked at Jets Pizza out here. Like I was telling you. Oh yeah. And so my yep. buddy Dave Hyduke is from uh, Michigan, and then I've met like the co-owner of jets and i've met like a bunch of people that work at jets that are out here now and whatnot okay yeah so yeah shout out jets pizza because their pizza is great i love it yep that's it and they're from michigan right uh and there's yep. a ton of trans there's a ton of michigan transplants like every everywhere i've been 
Yeah, no, I didn't realize Michigan made so much food like that got popular in the United States. It's weird to think about that Michigan's one of those spots, but yeah, Detroit, yeah. they even have their own style of pizza, Detroit style pizza. Ayo. Yo, yo. I was going to say there was like blue pan pizza that was in Denver when I lived there. There's a couple of Detroit style pizzas, uh, like bar restaurants in Denver mm-hmm. when I was living there, but. Yeah, it's because Denver can't figure out how to make its own food, so it just is like, just bring us anything, and we'll just pretend like it's from here. Yeah. So, I guess here's one complaint. It's not a complaint. I'm not, like, necessarily a foodie, but I thought the food scene was good in Denver because there's just food everywhere, good food. And then, like, authentic, like, like Mexican or Southwest food is, like, so good in, in Denver compared to Michigan. We have, like, a... It's like an American... Americanized Mexican food in a lot of places out here. It feels right. like there are authentic places. Uh, they're harder to find, but they do exist. But like, so we've struck out like going out to eat a couple times out here. It's, we live in a way smaller city. Grand Rapids is small. Um, there's there is great food out here too. But yeah, I I did like the food in Denver. But you're right. It's all like it's all kind of like uh, especially things from somewhere else or. I oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, do you drink beer at all? Like I, I don't, I, dude. But I can I can talk beer all day long. Okay. Yeah. I was super into the craft breweries. I work at a brewery right now. Okay. Uh, I'll shop that. Uh, Arvon Brewing. Uh, they're in Michigan. We do um, hazies or like the New England style super well. Okay. Um, super good styles. Everything he does is super good. But like that's kind of in Colorado, that beer's huge out there. So oh yeah, I, dude. IPAs and the porters yep. and just shit like that double even like double and triple ipas i didn't know that was a fucking thing but like dude oh, people yeah. be slamming those out here and i'm like just go eat a pine cone like what are you doing <laughs> yeah we do like the so the hazier ones aren't like the piney ones we do those and like doubles and triples those are like our best-selling beers they're like nine nine percent it's just like uh, it's a lot i I think that's why people drink them i think they just put up with the taste to like get drunk off beer you know what i mean yeah it's like it's high octane yep yeah no my favorite kind of beer are sours which is like a lot of people aren't into but dude i love sours so like widely roots loveland brewery um and then there's those are my two favorites out of colorado and typically those are all i drink but is that the one in Green, Greeley, Wiley? Root? Yep, that was the one in Greeley, and then Loveland yeah. Breweries uh, in Loveland. But, yeah, okay. no, dude, they both do killer sours. I wait every year for the Rocket Pop Sour to come out from Wiley Roots. It's my favorite. Okay, they just sweet. use, like, Rocket Pops, and then they just throw that shit in there. Literally tastes yeah. exactly like a Rocket Pop. The other day, I found a Cotton Candy Sour from Loveland okay, Brewery. Okay. Dude, that was one of the best beers I've ever had. It poured pink. The Rocket Pop Sour pours blue. I love it, dude. Like, I oh, so man. here's the thing. Like, I don't really drink because alcoholism runs really hard in my family. And so, mm-hmm. like, I want to break the cycle. And when I was in high school, I won't even lie, I drank a lot because my dad works for a distributing company. And he used to be able to just well, not be able, but, you know, he would bring home a lot of alcohol. So I drank a lot in high school. And I realized that I was, it was becoming an issue. So I, I don't, I, they, so I stopped drinking, but then like I picked it back up because I started working at the distributing company that he worked. 
And, like, I, I didn't really get, like, into, like, hard alcohol, just, like, beer, so to say, other than Screwball. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever tried Screwball, that peanut butter whiskey. Dude, that shit that. is yeah. so <laughs> fucking good, especially with some, like, grape uh, schnapps. Or, or My bad, not grape. Well, like, grape schnapps will work, but, like, grape liqueur or, like, a strawberry liqueur, bro, tastes just yeah. like peanut butter and jelly. So fucking good. But, yeah, so, no. Anyway, <laughs> so I don't really drink. I guess, like, I wouldn't say, like, I don't drink at all. I just don't drink, like, I drink on occasion, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, like 4th of July, I drink, obviously, because America, woo! And, uh, yeah. you know, the Rocket Pop Sour. But then, like, if I ever see, like, a cool, like, sour that I want to try, like, I I'll always pick it up. You know what I mean? It's okay. just one of those things. Yeah. Man, we, uh, the brewery I work at, Arvon, is we do an event called the sour total and it's all sours like that, like heavily fruited, super thick, crazy fruit combinations with candy and gummy bears. And oh, we, really? we do like, we do slushies too. Oh, it's, dude, it's I've never favorite. had a slushie. I've never had one of those. I've, I've always thought, I don't know where to find them. Like I, is it like a brewery only thing for those or can you get them in cans? No, the, like the, the brand slushie, that's a, uh, if I'm, Reading you correct, it's it's in uh it, there's this place called Four Fifty North in um Indiana and they they have like a like a brand of beer called Slushy and it's still beer and liquid it's not like frozen is that what you're saying? Yeah, or, yeah, I don't know. There's like a beer that like you pour it and it like pours out like thick. You know what I'm talking about? Like really yeah, thick, yeah. like a slushy. Yeah. Those are just like heavily fruited sours. That's like that's the kind of beers we make. Up oh, there. okay, for sure, for sure. But yeah, we didn't invent that at all. There's I don't know who invented it. a lot of breweries across the country do that, but they're real thick and like yeah, uh, that's a total that's a total like style I guess, uh, unofficial style. There's right, yeah, like new all these new school weird beers like kind of don't fit into categories sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, in Colorado, there's that. What is it? Great American Beer Fest. That's where they like judge every like all the beers yeah. And then there's the um, bourbon and bacon festival out here where you try all the bourbon and then they give you a bunch of bacon. I'm like, Dude, uh, why not just call it the Heart Attack Festival at that point? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that sounds awesome, but I I don't drink hard liquor. Like it's 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 too much for me. Like I don't I just I'm like almost always hungover the next day. But I don't know. I know tons of people that like appreciate bourbon and stuff. That that festival would be awesome. It sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to work it when I worked at National, but it filled up really quick, and I wasn't able to, unfortunately. But uh, I've always wanted to go check it out. Like I heard it's super cool. Like basically, I guess a bunch of vendors just pour out the amount of. So alcohol, or, uh, Colorado's weird now. I don't. I don't know if you left before this happened. But now you okay. can go into liquor stores in Colorado. Like, I, it might be different in other states. Like, I've lived here my whole life, so I want to know. But now you can go into liquor stores, and you can actually, like, try beers. Like, so, like, they have vendors, and, like, they'll pour you, like, this much of a shot. I know nobody can see that because it's just a okay. video. But just pretend <laughs> like you can, audience. You know, they'll pour you, like, this much that they legally can, and then they'll give you that so you can try it. But okay, then yeah. what's really fucking weird is they don't monitor how much you're drinking. So you could sit there and technically talk to that vendor and they could keep giving you that, you know, over and over <laughs> again. And they're not breaking the law by any means necessary. And then you could go yeah. and you could talk to the person that wants you to try the bourbon. 
But then they tell you that you're supposed to swish it around and spit it out. But it's like, what? What is going on? It's weird, man. It's not wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's weird. I I don't know if that was a thing before you left or not, but I think it started during like right before COVID, and then it became like you know it was weird during COVID, but now it's just like in full force. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. I don't remember it when I was there. Yeah, dude, it's weird, man. It's really weird. So, like, when I was when we would go out and vend um, liquor stores, because I was a vendor, and what or I would get my bad, I was not a vendor. I was a merchandiser. So what I would do is I would go and put away like the cases that came in, and then I would stock the shelf when needed, and yada yada yada. But dude, whenever you know the people were trying out beer, if we were curious, we'd just go over there, talk to them, sneak a little bit of it real quick, because technically you weren't allowed to be trying beers when you're on the job but you know it's yeah. just it's just so weird to even think like you can just do that you know what i mean so yeah drinking and driving is a thing in colorado and it's not even just like a they're like they're like all right come into a liquor store try this real quick then drive home it's like how does this even fucking work dude yeah. take a few micro shots yeah <laughs> yeah a, yeah you know as long as you take a few micro shots it will never add up to a full shot that's not how science works or anything like yeah, that yeah. yeah it's the i don't know it's the wild west i guess right it's hey basically basically that's what we're trying to go for we are a desert state as they say more yeah. like the most well, bipolar like, state so- ever is a pioneer with like mar- medical marijuana and recreational too. I, I'm sure you're fully aware. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just smoke weed. I don't really drink at all. Okay, yeah, yeah. Those are kind of my two right there. For that, that I'm into. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The dispensaries here in Michigan kind of. I feel like they finally like had a price drop and caught up because like. When I left Colorado, it was everything was pretty cheap, like cheaper than it had ever been in my life. And then in Michigan, it went. It was, I think, medically legal for a while, but then it went rec legal, and they had dispensaries. But the prices were super high for like two or three years. And they finally just really dropped, which is, I mean, it's cool. <laughs> hey, you gotta Save take what money. you can. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Medically, everything medically out here is pretty cheap. Like we found, my wife gets her med card because she has really bad anxiety, and we found a spot that has like grams of concentrate, so like wax shatter, and uh, whatnot for like three or, or it was like three dollars if you were a member, five dollars if you weren't. Then like, um, yeah, which is just like crazy to think about. Yeah. And then, of course, like, the inflation happened, so they bumped it up to, like, $9 a gram. Or, my bad, no, okay. no, no, it wasn't $9 a gram, it was $7 a gram if you weren't a member. Then it was $5 a gram if you weren't, if you were a member. Yeah. But then the recreational shop that I go to, it's only $9 for a gram. And then the weed's expensive now out here. That's the thing. Weed is really expensive out here now, when concentrates are just, like, dirt cheap. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's huh. still like twenty five and eighth, like street prices when you go to like a dispensary in some places. And even like cheap dispensaries will still be selling like uh what a, a an eighth for like twenty five or my bad, twenty, twenty five, fifteen dollars. So it's just like dude, like what's going on, man? You gotta lower the weed prices. Yeah. I wonder why. Is it like is just quality flour like more sought after by like I don't know, the classic 
classic well, story. I, I th- have no idea. I think part of the issue too is it's the younger generation that's coming up, you know, like wanting to smoke all like the cookies weed and like, you know, like when they hear that Wiz Khalifa is part of the cookies scene, like of course, you know, they're gonna want to go over there. And then, you know, they have, like, dispensaries out here. Like, dude, you got to look up some of these dispensary names. They literally have a dispensary out here called Lit now, like L-I-T, like Lit. And then they have a dispensary out here literally called The Dispensary. Shout out The Dispensary because they're fucking awesome. But, um, (laughs) no, dude, it's just – I think that's part of the issue, too, is they know that they can price weed differently um, compared to, like – and, like, honestly, I think part of the thing, too, is, like, concentrates i think are more for like the more experienced smokers where like when you're just starting out smoking like let's be honest you're not gonna just yeah. go dab out yourself you're gonna get high as yeah. fuck off some weed and you're gonna chill out you know what i mean you're not gonna be like yeah. yo let me go take this the biggest dab in the world and if you do you're dumb i'm just gonna be honest i, I mean hopefully yeah. that's not how you started smoking weed and i just called you dumb but like no 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 dude it's just you know it's, i think it's part of the thing too is they know that they can yeah. sell weed at a higher price because people want to smoke their blunts you know and post it on their instagram or whatever snapchat you know people want to smoke their backwoods people want to smoke their joints you know i think yeah. it's part of like the whole like social media scene yeah yeah i don't know maybe i was different like coming up as cuz i, cause I would, I always was a teacher. I didn't want to post that stuff on social media. <laughs> I guess when it was around. But, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I always liked weed, but, like, kind of the culture around weed, I was never, like, it. I didn't want to promote it, personally. I never was, like, into it. I love rap and always listened to, like, hip-hop for a super long time, uh, which is, you know, definitely weed's part of the culture. But, right. you know, it's probably a good thing for me not to show all that stuff off on tiktok or whatever but yeah kids are doing it kids are crazy like, yeah dude well yeah, and like not... so i look at in and out and uh exactly. so people think it's literally like the joke of in and out to come like stone under bring like a loaded bong and like hit it through the drive-thru or like smoke a blunt through the drive-thru and like we, it's like a joke at in and out like dude you guys are just so fucking stupid because, like, yeah, honestly, wow. what happens when you pull out of this parking lot and then a cop pulls you over because, you know, there's a cop inside and we're like, hey, this kid literally has a bong in his... You know, it's just yeah. like, it's just, it's, kids are so dumb, dude. And I won't lie, I was that dumb kid doing stupid shit like that, but we were going through McDonald's fucking uh, drive throughs asking for a bukkake of caramel on our, you know, fucking hot fudge sundae. It wasn't like... <laughs> Hey, let me just go smoke this blunt in your drive-thru real quick. It's just, I don't know, dude. It's yeah. just uh, TikTok and, like, Instagram, they just have the wrong influencers that they're pushing on those, in my opinion, nowadays. It's it's almost like a shock value, like, clout chase. Like, you have to rent. It, it's so gnarly. Like, just think back to, like, jackass times. And, like, you know, that was pretty insane stuff, but, like, that's just like base level now and then just kind of like ramped up the whole dude, time i know dude the internet is gnarly <laughs> well and it's like so the much. joke back in the day was like like you're saying jackass was jackass and like oh my god can you believe and now it's just like oh god you never know if these two people are gonna pull like 
knives on each other and just go fight over here. Like, it's sad to say, but, dude, you don't know if you're going to be able to walk down the street and, like, this person's going to get pissed at this person. And who knows, maybe one person gets shot. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just crazy, like, how different the world is now compared to, like, when I was a kid growing up. Like, I was able to go walk somewhere. You know, my parents yeah. were like, you're going to come home for sure. Now it's like, you can't let your kid go walk somewhere without them, you know, checking on them every 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Like, hey, you all right? Hey, you all right? Hey, you all right? So it's just, it's weird, dude. It's so weird. Yeah, you know, it's like, sometimes I wonder if it's like, is it partly because we're getting older or is it really gnarlier? And it, I think it's gnarlier. It's uh, well, and that's, and that's the thing too. Like I'm a big, I'm big, big, big into true crime. Like, I don't know if you are at all, but I love true crime. In 2001, mm-hmm. I put in 17,000, no, no, it was 19,000 hours into this podcast called <laughs> Serial Killers. Just because, like, I was an Amazon driver and I didn't know what else to do, so I just listened to it all day long. And yep. uh, it's crazy to hear, like, the most serial killers were from, like, the 70s and 80s. So, technically, if you want to look at it like that, the world, yeah. was it, it's always been crazy. It's just there hasn't been as much coverage on it as there is now, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, like, you got to think, like, Back when, like, Ted Bundy or, like, uh, John Wayne Gacy or, like, people like that were killing kids or, you know, John Wayne Gacy was killing kids. Moral of the story, back when they were killing people, you only had a town to talk about it. And then once that town got word of it, then it went to the news. Now it's you you record it with your phone and you don't know if that picture is going to blow up the next day or if it's not going to go anywhere. So it's just, it's just one of those things, you know what I mean? So, like, for instance... Um, my buddy uh, posted something on his Reddit, and it was about this candle lighting that I put together for a teacher that had passed away from our high school. And uh, we were considered, like, we were an alternative high school. I don't know if you know what that means at all. Yeah, yeah I figured as a teacher you would. But so, like, we were, like, considered the bad kids, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, over, like, 300 students and, like, teachers that hadn't been to that school in over 20 years – and the old principal that just quit, they all showed up to this thing. And yeah. uh, he posted, like, a uh, Reddit story about it. And it, it got on the news because so many people liked it on the Reddit. So, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things where, like, nobody would have known about it back in the day because it would have just – it would have been nothing. And now it's yeah. just, you know, information can just go so fast and so wild. And it's just – so I don't know. And then back in the day too, like, you know, there wasn't not that, sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but back in the day yeah. there wasn't like Amber alerts and there wasn't like, you know, text to tipped in high school. And there wasn't like, you know, yeah. we've made a lot of tools to make it. So we, we know when stuff like this is happening rather than it was just a kidnapping back in the day, you know, you hear the word Amber alert and automatically you're like, okay, we need to like figure out like, you know, it's just yeah. automatically, it's almost like a trigger word for everybody, if I had to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then I guess, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, we're programmed differently, as sad as mm-hmm. it is, now with our technology, than we were back yeah. in the day when we didn't have technology. Yeah. There's there's certain conveniences that are very good and beneficial, but there's, there's certain conven- some of the conveniences can have negative effects. I remember, though, we can switch the subject, but, like, I wonder if other people my age are, like, 
I remember like being scared of kidnappers, like when in the eighties, you know, like that was a thing. It was like a, a something out there. Like people were afraid of kidnappers. Well, no, and that uh, was yeah. the thing. Like when I was a kid, you know, that was the only thing. Then you know, back when we, I mean, I'm not. A, I, I was born in '95, so I'm a little bit younger than you. But um, you know, back when I was a kid, kidnappers were people in white vans that were trying to give you free yes. candy. Nowadays, a kidnapper is anybody, anytime, anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like we only had one thing to watch out for when I was a kid. You know, and nowadays you, it's, it's, the world's fucked up, man. The world's fucked up, dude. (laughs) It definitely is. But no, it's just, it's just one of those things where I feel like the world's always been fucked up. We just have more coverage to show how fucked up it is now. Yeah. I'm, I'm with that one for sure. Definitely. But yeah, no, dude. Anyways, so to to get off the whole world's fucked up subject. (laughs) So yeah, no, dude. Uh, so I'm trying to get. Do you play D and D at all? Have you ever played D and D? I've been through like a half of a like learner's campaign. I yeah, I've played it. Super fun, but yeah, um, I'm not like super into it. But okay, heck yeah, dude. Well, I'm not putting you on the spot at all. You don't have to say yes. You don't have to say no right now. But um, so Dawson, aka Dick Tokens. I don't know if you've listened to all the other episodes. Yeah, yeah. But um, the so he. Dick yeah, dude, the homie dick tokens. I'm telling you, bro, That's you gotta get you some say, if you dude. don't have some. They're so good. Yeah, no, I I, I plan on it for the merfolk. I'm definitely uh, yeah, dude, right? Someone. That merfolk one, and then he has a swan one that's coming out. And he told me a super cool story yesterday that I'll let people go listen to the podcast so they can hear it. But whoever yeah. that supporter was for him and like his artist, you rock. But um, anyways. No, so we're putting together a giant D&D campaign, and we're trying to get, like, a bunch of random, you know, just people from the internet, essentially, like, you know, yeah. Magic the Gathering or whatever influencers to come and play, and uh, you're invited, man, if you'd like to. Yeah. It's going to be, like, no, a giant, know. like, uh, it's going to be, like, maybe 15, 14 people on Discord that we have to call at one time, or, you know, it might be a giant Zoom call once we get everybody figured out, but... It's definitely yeah, something I, that we want to try to do for sure. I could try to check that out for sure. Yeah, man. And obviously, if it's something that you don't feel like you want to continue to do, don't feel bad. You know, I've never really played D&D myself, so, like, I don't even know if I'll really be in it. Like, I've played D&D in a, a basement with my friends when we were all stoned out of our gourd and getting drunk. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, okay, roll a dice. We'll see what happens. So... You know, it will be more of like a real thing, and he has a whole campaign written out, and he has a whole background story already for it. So, yeah, no, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah man, I'll get out. you. I'll get you details on that for sure when I have more, and like when we have more of like a set date for it. We're trying to get to like four to five people to play. So, like, obviously, I'd be one of the people. He'd be the DM, so he doesn't really count. So it'd be like you, me, and then like a three or four more people or something. Yeah. No, that'd be cool. I'm. I also do. For on the podcast, I'm. I do spell table too. Um, shout out to some of my spell table friends. They're all from Instagram, but like uh, this guy Wraith, MTG Wraith. I don't know if you follow him. He. I got somehow someone invited me. Wiz known as oh another Instagram homie. Uh, dropped me on 
that discord so i did play a bunch of spell table for a while i haven't been doing that but that's been fun to test out decks too yeah dude if you're ever down man i need to get a setup for it but that's another thing that i've been trying to do too is i want to personally like start like a thing where i can invite people to come play commander with me just because like you know playing with your playgroup's fun but seeing the same deck out of your playgroup every week or every two weeks you know it gets old after a while and you want to and you just want to see what other people do you know it's interesting to see how other people play magic you know what i mean yeah, no, that's why I like it. Like it's, I test my decks. No one else is playing. It's some, it's like sometimes at that ten at night out here, everyone else is sleeping. I'm, I'm up from work anyway. I get out at like nine or ten, so it's good. I play on spell table, and then like the pod, the personal pod is kind of done. Two of them had kids, but once once they're old enough, we'll probably get some games going. But then it's like the shop. So between those three places, it's good exposure to like definitely all their decks and see how their cards work a lot of i don't know i love this uh magic uh ig community oh by the way i haven't really said how much i appreciate that with like we talked about my account being like a marvel it's almost like a marvel account with like a sub mtg theme but like i talk to more magic people i think than marvel uh followers too so um yeah yeah. it's really cool it's really cool i think when the so, like, I, I feel like you kind of know, like, people really care about your account. And I know maybe, like, this is just me going out on a limb here. But, like, what I've noticed is, like, when giveaways happen, a lot of people tag me in it. And I don't know if mm-hmm. that happens to you. But for me, that makes me feel like people think about my account a lot, you know. And people uh, think about me. And I think that's kind of cool, too. You know, to see, yeah. like, you get tagged and stuff. And to, like, mm-hmm. what's up, buddy? Why, sorry, my son just opened the door. What's up? You want to say good. hi real quick? Hi. We're just doing a little podcast episode. Say hi. Hi. Hey, how are you? I was sleeping in my bedroom. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, all right. Well, anyways, I'm just going to finish up what I'm saying, but now that he's awake, we'll we'll probably finish this. I don't yeah, actually, no problem. I don't actually don't remember what I was saying. He scared the shit out of me when he opened that door. I won't even lie, dude. I was like, what just happened? I thought he was sleeping. Yeah. What was I talking about? Uh, just, I think, the magic community. Oh, yeah, the, the magic community. Yeah, dude. So, like, uh, one thing that I've noticed, like, with the magic community, too, is, like, they'll really start, like, you know, commenting on your stuff and, like, sharing your stuff. And it's just so yeah. nice to, like, have, like, Dada, a community. I have- to show you. Okay, I'll be right there. Go sh- go over there and I'll be right there, okay? And I have I am going to show you my favorite key. Okay. Uh, go get him. But yeah, anyways, dude. Anyways, it was nice talking to you, Parker, and if you ever want to do a part 2 or anything, man, definitely hit me up or uh I'll catch you when we do the D&D stuff. Yeah, no, I'm down for all that. Uh, just want to say thanks for letting me come on. I'm definitely down to do part 2. Um, thanks for everyone that follows me on IG that, uh, like you said, when people tag you and stuff, it, it does make you feel good. So got a lot of that. So yeah, thanks again, man. I definitely appreciate it. And shout out to everyone on IG. Well, thank you so much, Parker. Have a great rest of your day. He wants to show you Mr. The King just real quick here. Show him up here. Let's see it. Show him up here. Wow. Awesome. That is sweet. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, buddy. Well, it was nice chatting with you. I'll hit you up All on right. IG, and we should definitely get a spell table or something together sometime. I'm into it, man. Heck yeah, right, dude. Have a good day. Yep. Have fun at work today. Peace out. Nope. Yeah, you too, man. All right, everybody. And that's going to be episode six already. Oh, my goodness. Episode six of the podcast. Atlas, you want to say hi? Yeah. We're, we're recording right now, so say something to the people. Okay, well, anyways, thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Go look up the Nerd Vault on IG. My homie Parker, super nice. Um, Yeah, thanks again, guys, and you have a great rest of your day.